Hey everyone, welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany. Welcome everyone. It is so great to talk to you today and I am bringing you a guest that I've had on before and I was so blessed to have this man. I mean, so much knowledge. I learned so much and at that point of my life, I had my fur baby. I know he doesn't know. He doesn't like to call it that, but everyone welcome to to the show. Brad Bevel with Bevel Dog Behavior. Welcome again. Thank you so much for having me. Love being here. I just adore you. You taught me so much. You You make me think so much about my Lala. Oh, little Lala. Yes. And and Brad, it, it was the first, I've only had one pet in my life. Right. And she is i've learned so much from from you in many ways but um thank you for what you're doing for all of our so i want you all to go back and listen to episode number 96 we are on episode 132 i'm proud to say today i know it's a long (laughs) you know it's a long journey um but we shared again in august 9th of 2022 so we just reshared that um and we just got so much energy and information and questions. So we're bringing you on again. But tell us a little bit about your business briefly, mm. because I want to go beyond that. Yeah, for sure. So um, I own Bevel Dog Behavior. It's um, really it's a human education business that's founded in dog psychology. So a lot of people call me a dog trainer, but I really consider myself a human educator. Um, the more we understand the pets that we trap in our homes, <laughs> the better we're, job we're going to do raising them and parenting them versus training them. So that's in a nutshell what I do. I help I help families learn more about their dog. I do rehabilitate dogs, so dogs who have issues, I do I do that work as well. Um, but my main focus is human education. It's amazing because it is true what you're saying as a first time pet owner. Just what my dog watches everything I do and, yeah. and behaves and, and is, is, is wor- now I'm seeing is worried about me. And, right. and I told her this morning, I said, you're going to go see uncle Brad if you don't stop barking. That's right. Hey, that's not a threat. <laughs> they want to come see. <laughs> they want to go see her. They're like, Hey, that's a vacation. That's right. But in 2013, you founded mm-hmm. bevel dog behavior, but then you, you went full time with it in 2017. That's right? right. That's right. Yeah. I did it on the side for years um, mm-hmm. while I still had my corporate career. Right. And, that was the learning phase. It was the make the mistakes phase. It was, you know, consume as much information as I can and, and practice as much as I can um, while still earning a living, you know, as, as a marketing person. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it was the right thing to do. I see a lot of people starting businesses and, and charging outrageous fees and they haven't actually done Mm-mm. the work that they're mm-hmm. the, and the services that they're offering. And I wanted to do it the right way and I wanted to be respected by my peers. And so I put in the work, the hard work. Mm-hmm. And you did. And it's paid off, right? Yes, ma'am. It has. It has. It yeah. has. So let's, what I really wanted to get you in here for is to discuss relationships. Yeah. Um, relationships, not just relationships with a partner, yeah. a spouse, boy, girlfriend, whatever the situation is, but professional and family mm-hmm. and children. Yep. So... Backing up many years when you were in corporate, yeah. you decided to just that you did not want that. And I say this because I'm seeing this generation mm. of kiddos coming out of the college, getting that pie in the sky job. You know what I mean? Right. Like wherever it is. Yeah. And they're, it's just not what they thought. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really common. I mean, I, I 15 years before I left corporate America, I knew I was leaving, leaving corporate America. I just didn't know what I was going to do. Um, 
I do not regret when I left. I do not wish I would have left sooner. The amount of knowledge that I got and the experience I got from corporate life on what I always say on someone else's dime, the mistakes mm -hmm. I made, the lessons I learned all on someone else's dime. Um, it was worth it. It was worth it. And I'm, I'm really pleased with where I was in life when I left. Uh, with that said, it hadn't been easy. Mm -hmm. It has not been easy. Mm -mm. Um, and it's taken a lot, a lot, a lot of hard work. Um, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Right. right. But um, yeah, it's we can dive into the the relationship side anytime you want. But I can tell you that um, some of these kids that are that are getting those jobs and then not happy, you're not going to be happy. Whatever you there's always going to be. I mean, you love what you do. Mm -hmm. You still had to make changes to this whole setup. You still lose employees. You still have stressful day like. There is no perfect job. Mm -hmm. And this idea that do something you love and you won't work a day in your life is BS. <laughs> because I absolutely love what I do. Yes. But cleaning <gasps> the kennel at 4 a.m. because mm -mm. a dog got sick is not fun. Right. And if you're not willing to do the hard work, you're going to struggle in life. Absolutely. And you do have to put in the work, whether you're working for yourself or That's you're right. working for corporate or whomever, which takes me back to relationships. And how did corporate life lead you into learning about relationships well i to me my success in the corporate world was relational mm -hmm. i mean 100 percent relational it really i'm not the smartest guy in the world i'll outwork you um but i'm not the smartest guy in the world uh, but i do feel like the relationships I'm, i mean if you go all the way back to 1998 when i graduated college i can point to the person that got me every job i've ever had and not because it was handed to me, but because I proved myself through my work ethic um, and my, you know, I was very responsible. I was always on time. I, I went early. I stayed late. I did anything I could do to make the people around me look good. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think one thing I've found with my employees in this kind of new generation is it's all about them. And I remember doing, I mean, working weekends, working till 3 a.m. to make my boss look good mm -hmm. for her meeting the next day, you know? Right. And when you start making the people around you look good, that's kind of what carries you and that the trust and the respect that you earn with your peers and with, um, you know, your bosses and their peers, that's, that's what got me where I got. Right. You know? Absolutely. And if you're, if you're starting out your career and you're listening to this, listen to this That's i right. mean I, I i laugh at the no weekends or no no mm -hmm. night i my business is 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 like a 7-eleven 24 yep. 7 just Same. like yours yep. and 365 and um you know but i guess when it's yours you have a different mindset you know other than someone's working for you yeah no one yeah i mean you just no one's ever going to love it as much as you and no one's ever going to work as hard as you and you have to accept that that's true um uh, but there's an immense amount of pressure when it's when it's yours, you know, and um, there's a lot of complexities um, that are added to the plate and stressors that you couldn't really foresee mm -hmm. happening. You sit right. back and go, I'm going to own a dog behavior business, work for myself. And if I want to have a beer at 3 p.m. on Thursday, I'm going to, you know, and it's yeah. like this freedom until you realize it's actually a trap. <laughs> <laughs> there's like zero freedom at this point. That's right. Um, but. Yeah, it's amazing. I wouldn't change a thing. And anyone who has that entrepreneurial spirit, go for it. Right. Do it. Work, oh. your, work your ass off and go do it. Mm -hmm. But don't be tricked into thinking that 
you know, do something you love and you never work a day in your life. Oh, that, dear. That thing is not real. That's not real. No. That is not real whatsoever. So, okay, let's talk about relationships. How has, how's it going in your life and how has your business as a affected your relationships yeah um <clears throat> life is interesting i'm definitely kind of in a in a new space um trying to figure out dad life uh, i've got henry who's almost five now and then little annie who's one and um it's it's been hard i mean um being a dad is like i i was super excited to have kids always i wanted kids but i didn't know what it meant mm. And um, now, you <laughs> it's, know, it's no joke. Yeah. And I, t I just take it so seriously. I just I, I there's a zero percent chance I can keep working the way I'm working and meet my expectations of myself with my children. There's mm -hmm. just no way. Right. You know, so I'm in the middle of kind of um, changing the business up a little bit, changing the service offering, um, creating more time for me to be with the kids. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's affected my every relationship I have because mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of time you know and so whether it's family events that I miss or it's um you know picking up the kids from school or it's um seeing my friends like I don't I don't get to do any of that right you know so uh yeah work has has heavily affected my relationships you know um when I met you gosh it's been a year ago now mm -hmm. I think a little over a year ago we were talking about parenting and yep. what a difference it means in your life and yep. how you strategize differently. And I always say there's, there is not, I mean, the job in the pie in the sky, the most important job is being a parent 100%. because we are teaching these kids how to, how to be, yep. I mean, they have, you said, Annie has her own personality, much yeah. like yourself. She's very much like me. Yeah. And then Henry, which is five now. Almost five. Yeah. Is has a sweet. Not that you're not sweet. <laughs> hey, even your website said that you you were mean. I don't even. <laughs> no, I'm not mean. <laughs> no, not the, not, Car you're the Carson, You're not the nice one. Uh, the the best description of me I've ever heard was Carson Cressley on um, Andy Cohen's show, and he said he's super hot, a little grumpy. <laughs> Are you grumpy? I'll take it. No, I'm serious Are and I'm you? passionate. Yes. Yeah, I'm a very yeah. serious person um, and I'm passionate uh, and it can come across as, you know, maybe a little too direct or, or a little grumpy. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm structured, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm disciplined. Yes. And so all that stuff definitely comes comes across. That's but, right. Um, but yeah, Annie's a firecracker. She's totally me. I have no idea what I'm going to do with her. Uh, <laughs> and Henry's just the sweetest spirit, just happiest kid so compliant and, and kind and thoughtful. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, and Annie may end up being similar, but she definitely pushes boundaries at one more than wow. Henry ever did. You're so, in trouble. I know it. At one. And she's so cute. She is so cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's adorable. So when you, when you talk about relationships, like relationships, like my husband and I mm -hmm. are you and your partner. Yep. If you talk about that, I relate this back to your website when we were talking about what you do for mm -hmm. animals. Yep. Um, and I was going to ask you dog behavior versus human behavior. OK, yep. so we talk we talk about leash and barking excessively and jumping on guests and pottying in the house and whining. And I told you when you walked in, Greg, my husband, goes to Austin mm -hmm. part of the week to train. Right. And when he comes home, I has to I have to get him back on leash. That's right. Because he's yeah. been free. 
And right. so <laughs> it's hysterical. I'm like, we got to get you back on leash. But and we're we're teasing, of course. But well, it's true. Yeah, and there's you, some you, aspect. Yeah. yeah. So talk about. I know you can help animals. Yeah. But do you do the things that I listed here? Mm-hmm. Is that hard to teach humans? No, I mean it's it's all the same. Remember, because you're using the term animal behavior um, versus human behavior, but you have to remember humans are animals. Mm-hmm. That's true. And we're more complex for sure. And and you definitely have to go deeper with with a human than you do with a dog because we have the ability to lie. Mm-hmm. We have the ability to cover things up. We have the ability to feel one way but look or appear another way. And dogs don't, horses don't, goats don't, chickens don't like what you see is what you get, how they feel, their energy, their body language tells you exactly how they feel in the moment. Mm -hmm. And humans are a little more complex, but ultimately like underneath it, it's all the same. So the concept you're talking about, like let's apply it to children, sending them to grandparents' house where they have life skills that they were not required to use for a weekend, right? Mm -hmm. So they created new behavioral patterns and they were rewarded for those behavioral patterns, right? And so when they come home, we have to kind of, I think use the word like snap him back in or mm-hmm. get the leash back on or whatever. <laughs> yeah. When the kids come back home, we have to start requiring them to use the life skills that grandma and grandpa didn't. So when it comes to dog owners and, and my clients, I say, stop being the grandparents. Like you are the parents. Do parents train their children? No, they raise them. They teach them daily, moment by moment by moment, how, how to behave in a way that is going to hopefully yield the best results as an adult, mm-hmm. right? And so our job is to give our children life skills. It's not to tell them what to think. This is just my opinion. It's not to tell your children what to think. It's to teach them how to think mm-hmm. and how to behave. Oh, yeah. And and that's called parenting. Mm-hmm. And so you don't, like, I'm not going to send Annie and Henry to a human expert for five weeks and expect that I never have to, to teach them again. Right. It's constantly raising. And so what I do with my clients and their dogs is, is the same thing that I'm doing with my children in terms of raising them, and parenting mm-hmm. them. And does that work? Does it? I mean, come, come meet my kids and see for yourself. Yeah, because I mean, it, of course it works. Like we, we do it with children naturally. So, you know, uh, infants don't speak English, neither do dogs. Mm-hmm. So how can we communicate with an infant without our mouth? Right. Energy, right? Moms have that beautiful, innate ability to to use their energy to calm Mm -hmm. their infant Mm -hmm. it's energy body language we soften ourselves we get lower right touch we might guide them with the arm because we can't tell them hey don't go there right space we'll we'll claim things that could potentially hurt them like to keep keep them at a distance so they don't get hurt like the stove Mm -hmm. right so energy body language touch space and then sound Mm-hmm. You know what? You, I, I, this, this is resonating with me because in the morning, back when my daughter was living with, uh, with us during mm-hmm. COVID, um, they would come. I'm very early riser, so okay. work out, and then I'm in the kitchen working. And my, my body language and my actions mm-hmm. and what I, how I looked. They both read it very quickly and yep. the day could go to hell in a handbasket right. or it could be a fabulous day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just sometimes I'm in that business mode and yep. I'm not thinking correctly, but yep. the same type of situation, right? How totally. do you react? Totally. Energy's first. I have this, this, I call it the relationship pyramid and at the bottom, it, you know, it stacks 
to get ultimately at the top to like contentment, balance, healthy relationship, right? And at the bottom is energy because I don't care what you're saying or doing for your partner or your children or your dog. If you're doing it with negative energy, you're screwed. Mm -hmm. Like from the beginning, mm -hmm. you're screwed because they can feel it and they can see it and it comes through your body language and then your communication isn't going to be good. So the second layer of this pyramid is communication. You have to be clear, consistent and fair. And if you're not clear, consistent and fair with your communication, whether it's your dog, your children or your partner, you're going to struggle. Mm -hmm. So energy first, calm and confident with dogs. If it's going to be with humans, you have calm, confident, you have calm surrender. So I'm calm, but I'm surrendering. Like right now, this is your podcast. I'm not going to come in here and act like it's mine and try to guide the conversation. I'm surrendering to you right now and, and I'm calm about it. So you either have calm, confident, calm, surrender or happy, go lucky. And that's let's go to Vegas for the weekend and have a good time and be happy, go lucky, mm -hmm. you know. But those are the three energies um, we can use. Then communication, calm, confident, or sorry, uh, clear, consistent, and fair, mm -hmm. right? After that's fulfillment. So if you have solid energy and you're clear, consistent, and fair with your partner, you have to fulfill them. And you have to fulfill them the way they want to be fulfilled, not the way you want to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we all struggle with. And I've really struggled with that one. It's like I'm an acts of service guy, right? And so my way of doing acts of service is working, it's providing. Well, if I'm with a quality time person, that presents a challenge. Very much so. Because I'm not around. That's my husband and I. Yeah. I'm yeah. acts of service. Same. It's so tough. It's really tough. Tough. Yeah. yeah. It's easier to, so I'll finish the pyramid and then I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get, I no, no. And then I'll get to, um, I'll get to matchmaking. But once, so we've got, We've got the energy piece. We've got the communication piece, clear, consistent, fair. We now have fulfillment, body, mind, and heart. And that's where love languages come into play, right? Mm -hmm. Understanding who you're loving and how to fulfill their body, mind, and heart in a way that makes them happy. Um, and at the very top, you have contentment. And to me, balance, healthy relationship, it requires order, safety, and comfort. And if you don't have order, safety, and comfort, you don't have happiness. Mm -hmm. And you take a look at like the the most uh that the happiest countries in the world you know they do that survey every mm -hmm. year yeah it's almost always like scandinavian country because right. there's so much order safety and comfort yes yes and so you know ukraine's probably not going to win this year right no. syria is probably not and that's it's a i'm not making a joke it's just like when you're in survival mode you can't feel safe or mm -hmm. feel comfortable mm -hmm. therefore you can't really fully be content or balanced right. or happy right yeah. So that's that's the pyramid, energy, communication, fulfillment, and then contentment. And that works in any relationship. That any. should work in any relationship. Any, any, any. relationship. Yeah. Um, with an animal, the human, or that's versus right. A, right. Yeah, and that's why I say I'm a human educator. I'm not a, a dog. I mean, I'm a dog behaviorist, but I'm not a dog trainer. I'm, I'm more rehabilitate the dog, get them back to a state of balance, and then teach the family how to keep them there. Mm -hmm. Right? That's, that's kind of what I do, but... What I was going to say about that fulfillment piece when we started talking about mat, um, uh, the love languages is matchmaking. And we'll go back to the corporate world. They love to send managers to these classes that teach you how to adjust your style, to understand your people mm -hmm. and adjust your style based on the employee that you're, you're working with or talking to. And while that works and is admir admirable and there's a lot of people out there that are way better than me at that, 
I found what worked for me was just hire people that I didn't have to adjust for. Mm-hmm. It's way easier. But it's hard to find. It's hard to find. It's hard to find. Yep. And I wouldn't have a business right now if people knew how to pick dogs. That's true. Everyone picks the wrong dog for them because they don't understand energy. They mm-hmm. don't understand communication. They don't understand fulfillment and they don't understand contentment. Mm-hmm. And if they did, they would choose a dog that was easy an easy fit for them. Mm-hmm. A lot of my clients, we've had dogs before. We've never had one like this. Well, you got the right dog before mm-hmm. that was easy for you. Mm-hmm. You don't understand this one because it's not a match. Right. It's not com- the compatibility is not there. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's a really easy uh, transition into, you know, romantic relationships between humans. Compatibility is mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. It's oh, everything. Gosh. It is. It is. So I you mean, can either work your ass off trying to fix an incompatible situation or you can just find the right person. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I think about it and, I, and I, I don't know how I did this, but I researched the piss out of finding my dog, you know, exactly right. first time <laughs> this, this, this and that. And it just I have to say, and you may disagree, but we did. We are blessed with with the right one for mm-hmm. our family mm-hmm. um, in the situation. My husband um, found me and, you know, it is more difficult because he is a total different. His love language is way over there and mine is way over at the other yep. side of the room yep. and you know you can love each other so much but when your love languages it's just very very difficult to yep. do you know yeah i mean it's no secret that um anyone first of all listeners if you're taking relationship advice from me <laughs> have fun i haven't i haven't been very successful i can talk about it but it's hard to practice um it's no secret that you know i've got a couple felt relationships under my belt um and I remember, you know, a couple that stick out that, you know, were some of the longest relationships I've been in where it's like you're screaming, I love you, but it's not being received. Mm-hmm. And they're screaming, I love you back. And it's not being received. And it's heartbreaking because mm-hmm. both people are good people who are trying, but it just the compatibility is not there. Right. You know, it, it's, it's not, it's not natural enough. Like, I just feel like it needs to be more natural, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel that way about dogs too. Like I'm very conscious of what dogs I keep personally, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm very, very, very picky, Mm -hmm. very, because I I want, I don't want to work with dogs all day long, get bit, have to, you know, help my clients and then go in at night and have to train dogs. Like Mm -hmm. that is not what I want to do. Right. So I'm just really picky and I should maybe be that picky about the women I date. Right. (laughs) That is true. That is true. I'm telling you, you need to be picky. And, I know. you know, so when you I mean, in your past relationships and future relationships, what is your first like, do you look at their mind? Are you my husband looked at my ass first? I mean, he then my mind came that, you know what I mean? Thank goodness yeah. it worked out for him. But I mean, is there something because I think the older you get, yeah. like I, I look at some people that are in their 70s men especially divorcing yeah and then selecting someone generations younger that is not thinking on the same wavelength whatsoever so go back to my question what are you attracted to energy energy yeah because i'm just i'm i've been so programmed over the last decade to just read energy Mm -hmm. and I'm attracted to energy, which is why, like, I don't have a type. I mean, if if we had pictures of girls that I've dated in my life, like, I do not have a type. You don't. It's all over the place because it's energy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's it's this 
peaceful, almost like safe energy mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. Sometimes it's this boss like has accomplished so much and is so elite at what they do that that that's attractive. Sometimes it's just um, this feeling of acceptance, not you know non-judgmental friend level just going to support like that's attract you know so it's it's energy Mm -hmm. Um, i'm not going to sit here and lie and say that you know i'm not attracted to certain physical attributes of course but Mm -hmm. i think the first thing i feel is is energy and it goes one of two ways either i'm just drawn to it or i'm unsure about it and so i need to break down the wall Mm -hmm. so it's either a challenge or it's just like oh man i'm drawn to that Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm i like challenges which I'll is bet. probably why I end up with the wrong people. <laughs> I, could be. Yeah. Could be. Don't definitely. worry. My therapist is helping. I'm getting okay. better. Okay. I was going to ask you that. So I think, please obviously correct me, your business is a type of therapy. It is. For the animals. Yeah. And if you take what you've done in your business with that time with those animals, <laughs> If you could just get the humans mm-hmm. to grasp what you've done. Mm-hmm. Um, so your business is a type of therapy. It Do is. you believe in therapy for humans? Uh, every Thursday at 630. Okay. Yep, of course. Yes. Body member fulfill, fulfillment part of that pyramid is is body, mind, heart. Mm-hmm. And the mind has to be, it has to be nurtured and loved. And you have to accept yourself and you have to... I, I, just my opinion, you you have to dig deep and figure out why are your patterns your patterns if you don't like them. If, you're, mm-hmm. if they're healthy patterns and you like them, go for it. But if you have unhealthy patterns, I feel like you have to dig in and figure out why, mm-hmm. you know. And I think one of my unhealthy patterns is, is definitely partners that I pick, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm trying to figure out what that is and why. Um, your picker's broke. Yeah, my picker's very broke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, but, you know, and, and, and then just – figure out too, like stuff from childhood and, and, you know, what do they, they say, we're all just trying to heal from our childhood. Right. And I'm the best parents in the world. I had like such a great childhood, but you know, there, there's always something. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I believe in therapy. I, I, I do there. I am a therapist mm-hmm. in a way, you, you know, for, for dogs. So if, if, uh, if I'll spend this much time, I, I dedicated my life to doing therapy for dogs, then I need to also Mm-hmm. take care of myself absolutely you know? i mean and it's not easy no world is weird oh so weird it's weird today so there's weird. too many cho- i have a friend that i'm about to go a little i'm on topic but if y'all want to cut this out you can but <laughs> i have a friend who recently started dating and she's awesome really cool really talented beautiful smart has you know an incredible career and um for the first time she got on an app a dating app and I've never been on one. Um, I just, I don't know why I'm just too old school. I just refuse to do it. It, it just, there's no energy, right? It feels very zeros and ones. It, it doesn't, I, I, I've got to, I don't know. I just, I can't interact with a picture and like a list of a bullet point list of it's just, I just can't do it. So she was showing me her, her thing and I was making her make changes to, to it and stuff. Um, but the whole time I was looking at it, I just kept going, I can't do this. I'm like, I can't do, I cannot do this. This is just so bizarre to judge someone by some bullet points and a picture. And the pictures, from what I understand, aren't always representative of what's going to show up. 
And so the whole thing is just so bizarre to me and I'm not knocking it. Like I know I have friends that have, have used the apps and, and found, you know, amazing partners and, um, definitely not knocking it, but it's just, it's a bizarre time to be dating because one of the things I think that we are like slowly losing is like human connection and, and that the energy thing that I, I love so mm -hmm. much because everything's becoming so just digital swipe left, right. And there's so many options. It's a numbers game. So mm -hmm. if you swipe enough times, maybe you're going to meet someone you like at some point, right? but I'd rather meet someone in my life. Like meaning we came together because of something in common dogs, right. music, you know, working out, whatever it is that, that I do, we came together naturally through something that we both have a passion for. So I know for a fact we have something in common mm -hmm. and then I assess the energy and then it's like, okay, this, this, this can work. Um, I don't like, I don't like the numbers game. Another friend of mine was like, man, I was sitting at a restaurant eating, uh, eating lunch the other day. And this guy was swipe. He wasn't even looking. Mm -hmm. He was just swiping robotic to see i mean it's just like there were he had no standards he literally was just i'm gonna swipe every girl and then whoever swipes back i'm gonna try to hook up with it's just Ugh. bizarre so bizarre yeah my daughter kennedy is in her 20s mm. and she's been doing the dating app so how's it going so discouraged yeah. so discouraged either they're not representative of of who they are and right. and i hear hear that more so with the female side that the it's older pictures and editing and all those right. other things but right. um no just very discouraging you know and i don't yeah. know if it's her age i'm like expand the age let's do you know do something else right. but it is it is but you know it's it, there's a time and place i think once you get past your 20s you know yeah you, you have a different mindset but yeah. yeah and i don't really care where anyone meets i mean it's like the people online are the same people in bars or the same people that are my clients. It's not like there's a group of online people and a group of bar yes. people. And I mean, we're all just people trying to be happy and get That's by. Right. And I think, you know, the phone is a tool. I think if you use it right, it can help. Like I'm not anti, it's just, I think in general, people have too many options and, and this whole like Uber eats, we, we just get anything. Amazon delivers the same, like we get everything we want when we want it. Instant. And no one wants to, stick around for relationships it feels like really anymore and mm -hmm. i mean again i don't have a great track record of, of being successful um with it but i also don't view it as transactional and it feels like it's starting to kind of become like a transactional mm -hmm. thing versus yes you know i don't know it's yes weird. absolutely so do you love yourself yeah okay some some people think too much really <laughs> So I do love myself, but it's an interesting question because as my, as I've done therapy, my therapist has kind of come, he's like, he keeps coming back. He's like, there's this acceptance thing, dude, with you. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of can see that. He's like, do you accept yourself? And I was like, I, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. So sort of yeah. like kind of I do, but I don't think mm -hmm. fully, yeah. you know, and I think that definitely, um, has led to, you know, me overworking, mm -hmm. right? It's like do more, do more, do right. more kind of thing. Um, I think it's led to me not being the best partner in a relationship, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what all the, we're still working through it. I'll yeah. let you know at the next one. Yeah, on the next one, you'll let yeah. me know. Because but there's you, definitely an acceptance thing. And, yeah. and you know, you were talking, I just want to hit quickly on, 
you have downsized a little bit and you're saying yeah. because your children and relationships right. so yeah. you and, and i was saying that when you walked in um you had three locations yeah. now and you know and sometimes you know it's quality over quantity of course and we're just it spinning is. our wells yeah totally yeah um as i continued to move the the business more and more towards human education and less about you know on-premise dog services like i i never wanted to be a boarding facility. I never wanted to have a bunch of dogs anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like I like understanding the dog's brain and helping them get through trauma. And I love, love, love human beings. I love teaching. I love helping. I love supporting as they go through that journey with their dog. Like I love the human side far more than the dog side. And I don't, I hope that doesn't no. come out wrong, but I just love human beings. Right. And um, I realized that I had grown this business and we we're three locations. We had a year wait list and we were training like six and seven dogs at a time. It was outrageous. Mm -hmm. And there was so much pressure and I was spending my time doing things that I didn't actually want to do. Right. It just, I think one of the other things I figured out is it's not that I'm a workaholic. Like I don't actually want to work this much. It's that I can't let an opportunity go past if I know I can grab it. Mm -hmm. And I end up grabbing so many opportunities. I get myself in this place where it's like, whoa, what did I do? What did I build? Like, I can't even sustain this, but I could keep grabbing opportunities, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I had to step back. I mean, with, with the kids and wanting to be more involved, like I just, I had to downsize. Um, I also wanted to just be a human educator and a, and a dog behaviorist, not having all these facilities and all these dogs. And then there's, you know, a ton of additional costs and risk and stress that go along with having employees and additional location. It just, it wasn't, right. it just wasn't worth it. One market. So. Um, and what's interesting is from a revenue perspective, nothing's changed, but wow. the expense side has gone way down. Isn't that so it's, amazing? It's crazy. Cause I, you freak out whenever you start making changes like that, you, you know, do. and you get scared. You and do. then one month, two months, all these months later, it's like, every month my accountant's like oh you're still beating last year and i'm like ah how, how? Ah. where is it coming from you know and then the obviously the expense side's a lot better so from a business perspective i guess one quick of business advice is if you know in your heart that something's right trust it and and just do it don't 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 question it just just do it and and be smart about it yes but when you know something's right in your heart and and if you're I believe if you're doing the right thing for the right reason, even if it's not like a solid business idea, something really great is going to come out of it because you're doing the right thing for the right reason, you, you know, are. and I, I am doing the right thing. I know I'm you are being rewarded for it. Well, and I can't wait till you come back because who knows? You might have started a dating or relationship service. <laughs> Well, I, so I actually am doing matchmaking for dog. Humor. You told yeah. me that. Yes. Yeah, and it is like, fill out the application, get to know the family, yes. do an interview with them, get dogs that I think could be a decent fit, then do speed dating where they get to meet the dogs. <laughs> and then I pick the, the dog for them and train it and send them home. See, there it is. That's yeah, amazing. That, that's the way it should be done. My The way I say it is, would you ever buy a home without a realtor? No. Don't buy a 15 year commitment without a professional to help you. Exactly. I know. Yep. I know. Well, thank you for being back here on the show. It just means the world to me. Same. And, and I'm following along and watching. I'm watching you. You better. You better be. <laughs> better be I'm watching, watching you. you too. Okay. How can we find you? Um, Instagram is at Bevel Dog Behavior. Uh, YouTube, Bevel Dog Behavior, Beveldogbehavior.com. Yeah. 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 All that stuff. Um, 
Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Really you know, it. I just adore you and I just Same. feel like you're just one of one of my own, of thank course. You. So everyone, you can see this on YouTube. We are at Tiffany Blackman, new YouTube channel, and we're so excited about that. And of course, you can listen to this on many podcasts and everyone have a wonderful day. Good luck with your relationships and keep being fabulous. Mm-hmm.